0: Welcome to The Gone Show, the show where my guests and I explore anything and anyone that is now gone or might as well be. Tonight, message received, we'll be talking about answering machines.
1: The Gone Show And now, joining the world and beyond from The Gone Show studio in the American Midwest, the host of The Gone Show, Bannon Backus.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Gone Show. I hope that wherever you might be listening, you're having a good evening. Tonight, my guests are John Mad Jack Mitten, who passed away in the mid-19th century in the United Kingdom and now manifests himself as an oversized mouth and mustache. We might not be able to hear it, but just the same, let's wait a few minutes for the applause to die down. John, from what I don't hear, everything's as it should be. I hear you, loud and clear. Good. Also joining us tonight is cosmonaut Stanislaw Kapustin. On behalf of Mother Russia and myself, it is good to be here. And filling in for Jay Stewart tonight, and joining us by telephone, a man who always brings with him his own introduction.
1: A light in darkness, a skeleton key for doors that few should open, a map navigate the fringes. I am Dr. Artiro Bellerophon.
0: You've come to be our go-to stand-in, Dr. Bellerophon, and I really appreciate it.
1: It is my great pleasure, and it is my hope that one day I will be able to join you in the studio. But, as you know... My work with the paranormal keeps me busier than a gravedigger without a shovel.
0: And speaking of not being in the studio, Jay Stewart's absence tonight is due to an honor bestowed upon him... During the recording of our last episode, as you may have heard, Orson Escanaba, who is a Yeti, invited Jay to become a member of his tribe, the tribe of Escanaba. So Jay has traveled with Mr. Escanaba to the Himalayas to participate in a ceremony, at the end of which he'll be considered a brother to the Yeti. And, as you probably heard, I was prevented by a scheduling conflict from taking place in the ceremony. John,
1: my apologies. Once again, I've forgotten to introduce my largely non-verbal mother. The motorized wheelchair to which she is confined is whisper quiet, and I sometimes fail to hear her approach.
0: Good evening, Mother Bellerophon.
1: Mother says hello. But she was wondering if Jay's neural containment system can be covered in Yak's blood without malfunctioning. She's been concerned.
0: Yeah, Mr. Escanaba mentioned something about that, but I'm not sure. Stenislaw Kapustin believes Jay Stewart to be tougher than an iron meteorite. There is no need for concern, Mother Bullerophon.
1: blah blah. Thank you, Stanislaw. Worry is simply a part of mother's nature.
0: I agree. I think we're all at least a little worried for Jay. I feel fine. I stand corrected. Only those of us who aren't floating flotsam. Good word usage. Thanks so much. Now, let's get on to tonight's topic, which is none other than answering machines. And what is that? Some sort of mechanical butler? No, we're talking about a device that connects to someone's landline telephone, and that's either incorporated directly into that telephone or kept separately near the telephone. And what, pray tell, is the function of this infernal machine. It's designed to allow a caller to leave a recording of his or her voice that the person who's being called can listen to later. You knew a butler could also pick up a telephone and take a message, but it wouldn't be in the voice of the caller. Touché, unless that butler happened to be a mimic. Touché. Stanislaw Kapustin must confess that I still use an answering machine. Really?
1: Am I correct, Stanislaw, in assuming that your use of this off-the-books technology is related to your classified work as a cosmonaut?
0: That is Correct. How so, Stanislaw? Classified. However, Stenislow Kapustin would be happy to have you hear the outgoing message on my answering machine. Sure, that'd be great. I haven't heard one of those in years. But before we do that, we need to take a short break. We'll be right back. People who drive Lamborghinis. People who eat caviar at lunch. People who have towel warmers in their bathrooms. Until now, those were the only kind of people who could afford to have massages. But now, massages are also available to those in the middle and lower classes. And where do you find such an affordable massage? At your local Fuzzy Touch Massage Parlor. At each and every Fuzzy Touch massage parlor, you'll receive a relaxing, thorough massage and at a fraction of the cost of massages given to the 1%. How do we do it? Simple. We have a little help from our distant relatives. That's right. At each Fuzzy Touch massage parlor, you won't be given a massage by a human. Instead, you'll be given a high-quality massage by one of our highly trained chimpanzees. Each of our chimpanzee massage therapists has received extensive training in a variety of massage types, including Swedish, deep tissue, and reflexology. And best of all, our chimpanzees work for peanuts. Literally. And we pass those savings on to our clients. So don't monkey around. Visit Fuzzy Touch Massage Parlor online today and find the location nearest you. Fuzzy Touch Massage Parlor. Get a great massage by a great ape. We've all been there. You're in bed, trying to fall asleep. But the only thing that you can think about is that tomorrow morning, you won't be able to put it off for another day. Along with everything else that you'll have to do before you leave for work, you'll also have to shave. But what if you could wake up to a clean-shaven face or smooth legs? With Sandman shaving, that dream could become a reality. Sandman Shaving is the nighttime shaving service that's quietly sweeping the nation. Each and every employee of Sandman Shaving is trained extensively in the stealth practices of ninjutsu, as well as both barbering and cosmetology. Why the diverse and extensive training? Because with Sandman Shaving, one of those highly trained professionals will make regularly scheduled visits to your home, and while you're asleep, that same highly trained professional will shave your face or legs, all without ever waking you up. Guaranteed. And if you register for six months of service by visiting the Sandman Shaving website today, we'll give you an additional month of service for free. That's right, an additional month of shaving for free. And, as an added bonus, for a limited time, we'll also cover the cost of having a copy made of the key to your home for the use of your Sandman Shaving representative. So, what do you have to lose except the hassle of the morning shave? Join Sandman Shaving today and avoid the stubble of getting out of bed tomorrow. Sandman Shaving. We use extra Z's in our razors.
1: Welcome back to The
0: Gone Show. Welcome back, listeners, to The Gone Show. Tonight, my guests are John Mitten, Stanislaw Kapustin. Dr. Artiro Bellerophon and Mother Bellerophon, and we've been talking about answering machines. And as a special and unexpected surprise, Stanislaw informed us before the break that for classified reasons, he still uses an answering machine. So I've gone ahead and dialed the number to Stanislaw's home, and we're going to take a moment to hear his outgoing message right now.
1: hear me. Apologies. Stanislaw Kapustin is having a small laugh at your expense. Stanislaw Kapustin is not at home right now, and is likely orbiting above your head. But if you leave your name and number after the beep, he will return your call no more than several hours after re-entry.
0: Classic message, Stanislaw. Hey Stanislaw, this is Bannon from The Gone Show. Thanks for letting us hear your outgoing message. If Stenislaw Kapustin might impose. Yeah, sure. Hello, Stenislaw Kapustin. This is Stenislaw Kapustin. Don't forget to buy more food for Sputnik. And Sputnik, if you can hear this, Daddy will be home tomorrow. Okay, goodbye. Well, that was very sweet to hear. For those listeners who may not be aware, Sputnik is the name of Stanislaw's pet guinea pig. To think, not being aware of poor spatula. And you were so close.
1: Ah, yes. Mother has taken the liberty of finding what we believe to be audio recordings of a demonic prank telephone caller.
0: A demonic prank telephone caller?
1: yes some thirty years ago mother and i did have an answering machine and for a short while an apparently demonic prank telephone caller would leave messages on the machine.
0: Did you ever answer the phone when one of those messages was being left?
1: I certainly would have, but the spooky fact of the matter is that these messages would appear without a call ever being made to our telephone.
0: Ooh, that is spooky. Yeah, go ahead and play them.
1: Play the first message, Mother. We are. We are. Hello. You've reached through telephone, the answering machine of the Bellerophons. We will return your call as soon as is humanly possible. If this is an emergency, please dial the number of your local priest may the sound of the proceeding beep instill within yourself both clarity of thought and articulation. Do you have any Prince Albert in a can? If you do, you had better let him out.
0: (laughs) Wow. Well, that voice certainly sounds demonic.
1: Play the next one, Mother. Bye. Is your refrigerator running? If it is, you had better go out and catch it.
0: <laughs> I'm uncertain as to which is more horrible, the demon or its jokes. Ah, uh, we probably have time for one more. If you have another one that you'd like to share, Doctor Blarifon.
1: Play the last message we received, Mother. Screw you.
0: Well, that last one was certainly timeless.
1: Unfortunately, the demonic prank telephone caller seems either unable or unwilling to communicate through voicemail.
0: Not even the living like being sent to voicemail. And speaking of voicemail, it probably comes as no surprise that the availability of voicemail is what led to the initial decline of answering machine use. Before that, it was in the mid-1980s when answering machines first became really popular. That is when Steenis Lokapustin purchased his first answering machine. Yeah, apparently the widespread availability and affordability of answering machines had a lot to do with the breakup of American Telephone and Telegraph, more commonly known as AT&T, which until its breakup in the early 1980s largely prevented its customers from buying equipment, like answering machines, directly. Until that point, if you were a customer of AT&T or one of its subsidiaries, which you likely were, you would have had to purchase or rent equipment like an answering machine through that conglomerate.
1: Blah, blah, blah. Yes, mother is correct. If we had time, we would detail the deeper conspiracy behind the breakup of AT&T, but for now, we'll place ourselves on a brief hold.
0: Yeah, we are running short on time, but I do want to quickly add that before answering machines became commonplace in the 1980s, there appears to have been many different iterations of the answering machine as we know it today. In doing my due diligence, I was surprised to learn that even Thomas Edison envisioned a type of answering machine that utilized phonograph technology. And I'm certain that if you trace events further back, you will find a butler holding a telephone. Maybe, John. All right, well, before we wrap things up, I'd like to thank both Stanislaw and the Bellerophons for sharing their answering machine audio, and thanks again, Dr. and Mother Bellerophon, for being here to fill in for Jay.
1: Rest assured, the Bellerophons will always pick up.
0: I appreciate it. And to all of my guests and listeners, thank you. Until next time, good evening and good gone. The Gone Show was produced, created, performed, and written by Bannon Backus. The Gone Show was a presentation of BoomTube, B-O-O-M-T-O-O-B. All rights are reserved. Visit BoomTube online at BoomTube.com and Facebook.com slash BoomTube Network.